to the board game community show. I'm your host, Riley Starr. Join me as I get to know folks in this community. They could be designers or streamers, podcasters, YouTubers, publishers, whatever. Really anything within her at the end of its title is welcome here on the board game community show. Show, show. Welcome back to the Board Game Community Show. Today, I've got my lovely wife, Kimberly. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Pretty good. How good. are you? Oh, so good. It is the end of summer. So for the most part, through summer, I've done some really rough editing, if editing at all. This episode won't be edited very much because we're gonna we're recording this the night before it comes out. But... It was a lot of gaming and and uh, a fun summer. A lot of trips. Yeah, we went a lot of places. I think we talked about that the last time I was on. Was all the vacations we were going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. We talked about what our plans were. And now all those plans are done. Some of them changed, but we did a lot of vacationing, a lot of traveling. Did you have fun? I did. But I'm not ready to go back to school. Yeah. Yep. Kimmy's a teacher. She goes back into the classroom next week and then teaching the week after. Well, technically not in the classroom. I'm just going to meetings, which is super fun. And then the following week, I'll I'll be with the kiddos. Noise. I mean, not noise. I'll miss you. Bye. (laughs) I'll miss you. (laughs) So we thought we would, or I thought, and I dragged her here reluctantly, kicking and screaming, right? Pretty much. Oh. (laughs) No. Uh, uh, And we're going to talk about all of the games we played together this summer. Do you know how many there are? Um, I looked at your screen and it looked like there was about 20. You're 21. Oh, you are so (laughs) off. Oh, my gosh. Dang it. <laughs> I was hovering over your screen. That's okay. Yeah, we played 21 games together. So I wrote them down in order, and there actually is kind of a logic to these. So you made a new friend over the summer or beginning of the summer, right? It was like the first Sunday after school was out when I met my new friend. Yeah. And turns out she loves board games. Yes. Her and her husband. So we've done a couple game nights with them. And that's been awesome to have that friendship. Yeah. It's been really fun. I like it. Yeah. And if she's listening, then I'm going to uh, pester again to play Dune Imperium next game night. Because <laughs> I really want to play that game. Uh, but... And these aren't written in any order that we played them. I just wrote them down kind of in an, like a, like their, their games we played with them. So 
first up I had Wingspan. Oh, and we'll share our thoughts, kind of brief thoughts on all of the games, what we think. Wingspan, we got to introduce them to Wingspan, and it's a favorite of ours. I think fairly early in our like board gaming thing life. I think it was probably one of the first games that I bought that you were like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, I was like watching birds. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've, we've played that a bit together. Yeah, we've played it quite a bit. And every time you play it, it's a different, it's a totally different game. So it's not predictable in any way, which I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many different birds. Every single bird card is different. There's no repeats. Although I think powers can be a little bit similar, maybe just slight tweaks to them. We have all the expansions. We're excited for the Asian expansion. Woohoo! Yay! And I don't think, I don't remember if I showed you the, they're going green. And so they replaced like, I did show you that? Yeah, I thought that was really respectable and an amazing thing to do. Yeah. So like wooden eggs, which I think will also solve the problem of like, we've played it with your family. And literally anytime you play this game, people are like, oh, these look like the candy eggs. Cadbury eggs. Cadbury eggs. Yes. And so uh, we've even had like little kids kind of go to grab them because they look like candies. And it's like, no, 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 no. Don't don't eat those. You'll break a tooth. Yeah. (laughs) Or swallow it and then... I'll be real upset because I have one less game component. Oh, okay. That's why I'll be upset. That's why you'll be upset. Uh huh. <laughs> so in Wingspan, you are building your habitats. You've got three different habitats, and some birds can be built in there. And it's it's like an engine building game. So depending on what order you put them in and and how you put them there, you'll you'll get benefits for them each time you use that row. That's a quick summarization of it so it had been it's probably been like a year since we've played it yeah but i feel like it's like one of those games where you can pick up and you you know once you've learned it once you know how to do it you know how it works for the most part yeah we did have to switch one of the goal cards out the goal tiles because i could not find it in the rule book I did not understand what it was trying to tell me. That iconography was really weird. But then we just, I don't remember if we flipped it or just chose a different one. I don't remember. But anyway, a a lot of fun. And they actually ended up buying it like a week later. And even one or two of the, both of the expansions, maybe. I thought they just bought the base game. No, they bought one of the expansions or they ordered it. They didn't have the one with Nectar. Oh, yeah, which I think is the crucial one. I don't even know which one that is, if that's Oceana or uh, or Europe. (laughs) The other one. Is it this one or that one? Yeah, I think it's Oceana added Nectar, and I think that one's way better because the new player mat has so much better functionality to it. A lot more options. Like, you get things quicker or you get more things in a fast pace, like... You get food quicker. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time or two we played it, it was like we filled out only part of the board and and it felt like that was a really, we did a really good job doing that, but it was like so many empty spaces. And now when we play with that nicer, cooler play mat, 
then it's, I don't know, there's only like one to three spaces that are empty. I don't know. I still have a lot of empty spaces when I play. Maybe. Oh, he wants to be on the podcast. Our new kitty, Lalo, probably. I don't know if you can hear him trilling. Um, But yeah, so Wingspan, great game. Oh, I will say the artwork on the original mat is a lot better than the new mat. I wish I could get the artwork on the from the OG mat on the new mat. I think the original mat, the artwork is a little bit lighter colored and the new mat is darker. It's not like ugly by any means. It's just a darker theme. Yeah. Yes. I should have looked up all of the designers and publishers. I mean, this one I know, Elizabeth Hargrave, Stonemeyer Games. Great. I mean, I've had both Jamie Stegmeyer and Elizabeth Hargrave on the podcast. So go you know. women. Go women. Yeah. And I'm sure we've said this on the podcast. Like we were at a convention and the two women next to us were playing it for the first time. Like they got it from the games library and they were like, whoa, look, this was designed by a woman. Oh, whoa, the artist is a woman. Oh, this person's, this is like all women on here. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Anyways, we're not going to talk that long about every single game, but that one was exciting. The next one, Lords of Waterdeep. I love Lords of Waterdeep. And my friend introduced me, introduced us. Yes. Sorry. That's okay. She dinged her water bottle it's fine it was a cheers you were toasting i was toasting um <laughs> she taught us how to play and it was the best teaching of a game oh. that i have sat through oh that's because <laughs> i always have to teach and i have a very different teaching style than she has a learning style i think so she did an excellent job i was really impressed with her teach of the game i had read through the rule book so i knew kind of what was going on um but then she clarified a few things I was confused about. And yeah, the game is really cool. It's a worker placement game and a little bit of city building. Like you can one person per round is able to build a building and then they get a benefit if somebody else uses it or they can use it and add more spaces in the city to place your workers at and get new benefits. Also, I'd like to point out that every time we played, I beat you, which I have thoroughly enjoyed. No, the very first game, I killed Okay, it. all right. The first game. But after that, you I won. You hit slaughtered. Yes. Yes. It's true. And she... <laughs> all right, I'm throwing you under the bus now. Oh, okay. She last, you watch yourself. Last time we played it, last week... She was complaining. We added in part of... Did we add in part? No, we just played the base game. Oh, we only played the base game. Okay. We played the base game. We have the expansion. We just haven't added it in. But we did play the expansion with the, with your friends. Oh, our friends. I mean, you know. I don't know. They're, she's your friend, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we liked the expansion in a lot of ways, but the corruption was kind of tricky. I think... I don't know. I feel like the corruption, so what it is, is it gives you negative points per skull that you have, but you get a lot of benefits from getting a skull. So it's like a toss up. Do I want the skull? Because then I'll get good benefits. 
or do I not want the school because I don't want negative points? And so it's just kind of hard to make that choice. Yeah. Did you like it or no? Um, the whole time I was trying to get rid of my skulls. So I feel like I was like wasting turns. Yeah. So I don't know. That's how I felt. I, I had very mixed feelings. Maybe a second play with corruption would feel better because I would know more so what I'm working with. Are the skulls called corruption? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, but it's a modular expansion. So the corruption is one thing, but then there's also just the other expansion. I don't remember what it was called. And that was, you're looking at the cat and distracting me. Sorry. Uh, and so I wonder if we just play with that other expansion, if we'd be nicer. Because I feel like some of those newer lords add some fun stuff or, or change things up a little bit. Yeah, I was surprised how few lords there were in the original, in the base game. Because when we were cleaning it up, I was like, oh, there's like only 10 or something like that. Yeah. And I thought there were a lot more. Yeah. It's like every combination plus the builder, which the very first game I got the builder and it was a lot of fun because I love building anyways. Like most of the time people ever since then, people are always like, you're the builder, aren't you? And <laughs> and I'm like, no, I just legitimately like building the buildings. Like I like building. It's, it's almost like the exploration of that game. So it's a fantastic game. Yeah, after they introduced it to us, we immediately bought it. And then the expansion was on sale, and so I bought that too. Had to get it. Had to get it. I haven't even opened it. It's not even out of the shrink wrap yet. (laughs) So then a couple weeks ago, they came over and we played Lost Ruins of Arnak, which is one of my favorite games. I just last night played on Mr. Rao Gaming's YouTube live with Tim from Board Game Hot Takes and David from All Games New and Old. And that was so much fun. I love this game. I love how thinky it is. I love the puzzles. I have the expansion. I haven't busted that out yet. I just got that a little, a couple weeks ago. But I just, ah, the game is just so genuinely awesome to me. It it feels like you're Indiana Jones exploring and collecting idols. And uh, I don't know, it's just, it's cool to me. But also some like mysticism of these creatures that are guardians. So it's a, Deck builder slash worker placement. I love the game. Babe, what do you think? I will play it when forced to play it. To me, it's just tedious. (laughs) I mean, it's similar to Lords of Waterdeep in the fact that you're going places to get resources. Resources? I said that word. (laughs) Um. But for some reason, I just can't get into it. I never watched the Indiana Jones movies. I never was into that adventuresome theme, I guess. But it's all right. I just, there's just something about it. Like, oh, I know what it is. The turn play. The play turns, the turn play. I don't even know how to say it. I don't know the right verbiage. But anyway, you go and... You go until you run out of moves and everyone passes. And Riley is always the last person to pass. And it takes him forever to finish his turn. So you're just sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. It's true. And I don't know how I do it. I love to play for the end game. And so really like other rounds I had passed and uh, everybody else took a turn or two extra. And then by the 
final round, I have my deck built nice. I, I have exactly what I want and I'm able to just like go and go and go. And that even happened last night where like everyone was teasing me and giving me crap because it, they had all passed. And it was literally like, I don't know. It might've been close to like six, seven minutes. Okay, when we played with my friends, it was at least 15 minutes that we were waiting for you to complete your turn. And we even rushed you. Yeah. And I even rushed last night, too, because I was like, oh, my gosh. And <laughs> I feel so much pressure. I feel Like, I feel guilty because it is, it's part of the game. Like, there were other turns, other rounds that, you know, like, I was literally just sitting. But I was happy to watch and help people kind of figure out their stuff because we were teaching it. But when it's the end of the game, it feels like even more. And it was, they're really big turns because I've built up to that moment. Uh, and and I love it. But I've also played it solo and I love it solo. Do you think potentially you might like it more? Like your first, I think you liked it more your second play. This was my third time playing. Oh, third. And I mean, I did pretty well. I got good amount of points. But I feel like I should get more points based on how many resources I had left. But they were just like, at the end of the game, it was just like, whoop-de-doo. I have a bunch of coins and arrowheads. Is that what they are? Yeah. I just feel like I should be, like, Lord's Waterdeep, like, two coins equals one point. And a resource equals one point. Like, I feel like I should get something for all the things I've collected. Because those took turns. Yeah, but... I guess the thing is, is you have to look at your research track, look at the what guardians that you might want to defeat and, and kind of math it out a little bit. It's that puzzle of, okay, I don't, you don't want to have too many resources because that's a wasted turn if you don't end up using those. So I like that aspect of it, but if it's not for you, it's not for you and that's okay. I don't know. I do really well at the track. I always get the top. Yes. I just, yeah, you're usually the first. I feel like you're usually first to the top of the research. Yeah, I feel like that's easy. I just need to get into defeating the monsters, which it takes so many compasses. Just different for each month, each guardian. No, like to explore up there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes so many compasses, and I just felt like I could never get enough. Yeah. I could never get enough. <laughs> I feel that. It's... It's definitely one of the trickier parts of the game is trying to defeat those. And that's how I I always feel guilty because when I teach the game, I'm always like, now research is your main way to get points. So climbing that is a big priority. But you can also win by doing some guardians. And that's, I mean, yeah, I win a lot of the times by doing guardians because I think for me, again, like with Lords of Waterdeep where I want to add those new spaces to the map, here, I want to go and explore the map and add more pieces and battle guardians. And I, it just excites me. So, I don't know. I'm happy that it's got a really good solo mode. And and even if you never play it with me again, I will definitely be playing that more. I'm sure I'll play it with you again. There's just little odds and ends where I'm just like, ah. Yeah. I know yesterday, kind of in the chat, we were talking about... Like, oh, it seems like they're going to do more expansions. They've got to. And I was thinking what kind of things they could add. And I personally would love to see some sort of co-op. But I don't know exactly how that work would work. But I like the idea. I like You co-op. know, I like co-op games. Me too. 
I'm a competitive person. Yes. <laughs> but I like my co-ops. Because then we get to work together. <laughs> and then I'm not against anyone and not stressing. Yeah. All right. Next. Okay. Then after we played Lost Ruins Varnak that night, we played Project L because it's a short one. Do you want to explain it? Uh, I feel like I can't explain it. It's just you have black tiles and white tiles. And on each tile, there's like a puzzle. It looks like a Tetris kind of shape. And you pick tiles and you complete the tiles based on the little pieces that you've collected. And then when you complete a puzzle, you get more pieces, which helps you complete more puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's hard to explain. Yeah. It's a polyomino heavy game. Those polyominoes. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the pieces. Those Tetris style shapes. Uh, and so you're using polyominoes to fill out these cards. And some of them are like bigger, odd shaped things. And some are like classic polyomino Tetris style shapes. And some give you points and some give you, you'll always get a piece, a new piece. But some tiles have points and some actually don't have any points when you complete them. Yeah. If they're easier and or they might give you a better tile, but no points. Yeah. So it's it's a really clever game, I think. I think it's really good two-player. We kind of tweaked it for four-player after playing with my friends because it went too quickly and we didn't get very many points. Yes. Um, so it was we over too fast. It. Yeah. Yeah, it, was, it ended too fast. So we ended up just playing with all of the cards because normally it's like you play with X amount of cards and... It ended way too quickly. And even with playing, so when we played with your family a couple weeks ago, we just used all of the cards and that made it longer and better, I think. And my family, my sister and my brother-in-law really liked it. They asked to play it again. Yeah. We played it twice. So it really was a hit with my family, my sister and my brother-in-law anyway. Yeah. We played it two nights in a row. So Project L was a good one. It's a good one. Let's do win-lose. Okay. So... Actually, we'll do that rapid fire at the end, whether it's a win for you or a lose loss for you type thing. Like I won the game or like I played again. Whether you like the game or not. I'm going to do thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. Thumbs up, thumbs down. We'll do that at the very end. Help me remember. Okay. So then one of our all time favorite games now, drum roll, Cascadia. Oh, was I supposed to say it with you? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> Cascadia amazing. Classic Yeah, yeah So good No, I have no um, Negative Bombs. thoughts about it Yeah Feel good about it I yeah. like the tiles Oh, Okay I wish the Habitat pieces Were Thicker or like sturdier. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when you bump them and then they like dislock. Yeah, like I want up. them to be a puzzle where I can like click it in or something. Oh, that would be interesting. Even if they just had like, if it could just click in a little or. Yeah, something. Because I'm, I can't say that on here. But I tend to lean over 
and grab things. <laughs> and then I ruined my whole puzzle. <laughs> I don't know how it happens, <laughs> but it just does. <laughs> Certain body parts. <laughs> are not conducive to the gaming. Uh, They're not conducive to anything. (laughs) Fair. Okay. So Cascadia, you are building your environment, your habitats, and each of those hexagons have different animal tokens and those animals all have different scoring styles. And so you'll take the animal that's paired with the habitat, place it anywhere within your built area and and end up scoring points at the end it's really puzzly but also yes not like we've played calico right we love calico and i think it gets compared to calico because it's the same company that does the game but also there's like that puzzly aspect and i think this is so much nicer because you don't have that big brain burn but you'd still thinking and you still get to make clever moves and feel clever yeah, and I think I've said this before, I've never won, but I enjoy playing it, which is weird because I am super competitive and it doesn't stress me out except for those dang bears. Everything else, well, sometimes it's the salmon, um, stress me out. But other than that, I'm pretty calm while playing this game. Yeah, she gets a little aggressive if you take the tile or the animal she wants, but I wouldn't say aggressive, just very passionate about what I want. <laughs> and if you take that animal, you are if dead you take to me. that bear, I will leave you <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and I do it anyway. I challenge it. <laughs> Depends on how uh, feisty I'm feeling. So Cascadia, amazing game, Randy Flynn and flat out games. And Randy Flynn, he was on the podcast this summer, which was amazing. He's awesome. And he won uh, the the game won the Spiel de Yaris. So I've got a cat on the table trying to chew on cords. You're such a troublemaker. Yes, you are. All right. So those are all of the games that we played with those friends. And we, we've played those by ourselves with other family, but that's how I categorize those ones. Categorize those? Yeah. Categorized them. Yeah. You just missed a vowel in there. Sorry. My mouth was feeling a little dry. <laughs> so then next, uh, my friend recommended planted, which is like, your build it's almost an engine builder maybe no what would i don't know what any of those words mean okay you describe the game then oh okay or do you want me to i can explain part of it so what you're doing is you have a starter you have three starter plants and you need to get resources to keep them and to help them grow you don't have to to keep them, but just to help them grow type thing. I don't know. Right? Oh, it's been oh, a, it's like been a, a long month time. and a half since we played it. But you can use resource. You can collect new plants and get resources. And then those resources, you put a leaf on the card. And for each leaf that you cover up, you get more and more points. Right? Yeah. Yes. Anyway, the game's cool. 
Yeah, I mean, the theme of it is that you have all the you're getting all these house plants and taking care of them using different resources. So on your turn, you can like, oh, it, card drafting. Drafting is a big part of it. Like where you start off, where you start off with like I don't remember how many it is, like five cards, and then you'll it's pick three. one, pass it to the next person. They'll pick one, pass it to the next one. And you get your resources from that. Oh, yes, that's right. That's not three. You're talking about the plants. I'm talking about the plants. Sorry. Excuse me for interrupting. No, that's okay. I know what you're thinking. Uh, And so then you get to use those resources in a simultaneous style uh, to fulfill your plants' needs. And and even that's one of the cool things about that is I know waste, uh, like you don't carry over resources to the next round, but... If you have extra resources that wouldn't go towards a plant, there's still the like little jar plants or whatever they are that you can put some points into uh, if you planned it out right. Yes. One thing that I was like super picky about is there wasn't very many of the resources. So you either put them in one section or you put a times four section or was it times three? I think it was times four. Something like that. Yeah. So like if you had like four suns, you could put one sun in the times four and then that shows that you have four suns. And I just thought that was not for me. I'd rather just have four suns in front of me to visualize it. Yeah. There were a couple times and you play that way with a lot of games. Like when we're playing Lords of Waterdeep with the coins you don't want to trade your once for a five. I just don't like to. Yeah, you don't like to. And so a lot of times I'll end up forcing you to because it's like, well, I need ones and you have so many over there. And the same thing with this one where there was times where it was like, sorry, babe, I know you don't want to put that in there, but like, I need, I need one. I, I just need the game to have more of each resource. I agree. The quality of the game is awesome. Oh, like, so good. Wood tokens... The cards are nice finish. The bag, it's like a nice cloth bag, right? Yeah. That had the resources. Oh, yeah. A cloth bag for each resource. It was nice. Yeah. Although I feel like a container, like a little dish would have been easier Easier to access the resources, but it still was cute. Yeah. I would have thought that they would have done like a plastic baggie. But I don't know. Maybe it's more environmentally friendly. I don't know. It could be. Which I'm all for. If that's the case, then make them baggies. Or keep them baggies. Keep them canvas bags or whatever. (laughs) I don't know what they are. Um, So, yeah. Planted was a a success. Oh, Chris from Tabletop Express. He's the one that recommended that to us. And I got it for kind of like an anniversary gift for both of us. I really liked it. Although we were rushed on the last round. Because he had some podcasting stuff to do. And so we were like hurrying really fast to finish the game. And I feel like if maybe if we had more time, I would have been like, yeah, I really, really like this game. Yeah. Instead, I'm just like, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. But the nice thing about it, too, was it was probably now that we know how to play it. If we played it again, we'd have to relearn a couple things. But... We'd pick it up pretty quick, and I think that it's a. it would be a really quick game. We could probably bust out a game of it in like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, and we have cats, so it's not like we could have left it set, set up. 
Yeah. It would have been destroyed if we left it out. Yeah. To finish it. That's the lovely thing with cats. Games and puzzles we cannot play or leave out. Although 500 piece puzzles we can do in one sitting. In one night, I think. In one night. Yeah, one sitting. Yeah, I mean, we could get up and eat dinner nope. or something. Okay, yeah, 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 you're right. Like stay on your pockets. I just want to say for the listeners, since you can't see us, my baby cat, he's five months old, is asleep on his back in my arms, and his head is just thrown back. He it's is really cute. Super cute. And really distracting. I will post a picture of it on Twitter. All right, so next, oh, these games are games that we played by ourselves. That was the theming of these ones so planted we played just the two of us uh pan am that's the next one kimmy has very uh poor feelings about it maybe rough i didn't understand it and a crucial part of the game was gameplay was not explained to me Stop taking pictures. That's so cute. (laughs) You're distracting me. I'm trying to form a sentence. Okay, sorry. Yes, you're right. And like, oh, go ahead. I'm not going to explain this game because I don't understand it. Thematically in the game, you are smaller airlines during the the roaring whatever timeline that pan am was a big thing and so pan am starts in miami and grows out from there and i explained that no somewhat, you did not but i think there was a little information overload and i didn't explain it as well as i should have or emphasize it as well and then that they all what i specifically forgot to mention <coughs> excuse me was that they those tracks all met up at a certain point and so Kimmy started building kind of far away from there. And part of that's like the luck of the draw. I would like to point out that I was told that that would be a good place to start. Well, I thought it would be because (laughs) she, you know, there were, she had the cards that that's the thing is at the beginning you draw random cards and you could use like two cards of the same color to build anywhere in that color or two I don't know. There, there's different things. Um, oh, no, maybe it's, you use two cards of the same color to build anywhere or be able to get permission anywhere. And then one card of the same color could get you landing rights in an, in anywhere in that same color. Anyways, it's kind of confusing. These are willy-nilly <sighs> rules. They don't make sense. But there's like worker placement. There's some dice rolls about luck uh, where the Pan Am is growing to. There's cards for each decade i think or a year i can't remember what it is and they determine like are the stock prices going up or down and you want at the end of the game to have the most the highest value of stocks i guess in pan am which thematically doesn't necessarily make sense because we know that it all like crashes down to zero (laughs) sad (laughs) so the game i feel like maybe if she gave it another chance knowing those things that I kind of forgot to teach, she might like it more, but it was also kind of late and we were at the cabin and I asked like, Oh, do you want to play Pan Am? And you were like, I don't know, maybe. 
And then he set it up. And then I was like, well, we're not doing anything. Yeah. So I just set it up. Actually, I was listening to music. I was doing something. Okay. My bad. (laughs) All right. Next up is a classic. Oh, I wanted to say. Oh, sorry. You didn't let me talk at all. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say that I enjoyed upgrading my planes. I liked the little model planes in it. It reminded me of my grandpa. Oh, yeah. So it was just like, it it was fun. Yeah. Your grandpa was a. Like a pilot in World War Two. Yeah. And so. he had lots of plane figurines, which is why that reminded me of him. Yeah. And flight journey. We got a, at his funeral uh, earlier this year, we got to see his flight log from his training to bombing runs. Yeah, it was crazy. It was and his little cigarette case still had cigarettes in it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like religious now, at least. And so it was fascinating to see. I wonder how old those cigarettes were. Oh, probably. Well, when he was in the, like, when he was doing the World War Air II. Force. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know the proper terminology. That's okay. I don't know if he was there for I assume he was because he was flying, but I don't yeah, know. it was really cool. But I did enjoy that part. That was like, oh, gramps. Yeah. So I would like to try it again. I feel like maybe trying it with some friends or family. So so I can't have a bad attitude in public. <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the secret here. All right. So next one is you, you say it. It's a favorite of yours. Can I say it correctly? Oh, I don't know. Quirkle. Yeah, quirkle. I think I'm really good. nervous for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Do you want to explain Quirkle? I explained it the last time I was on. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So Quirkle, there's shapes and colors, and you're trying to line them up, but you can't have the same shape and color next to each other, but you can have, like, different shapes and and the same color next to each other. And so you're, like, trying to make different sets. So whether you're set is color-based or shape-based and scoring it that way. Each time, it's kind of like Azul, where Azul Summer Pavilion, where once you place the tile, you score it immediately. And what? There's like a rumbling. Oh, yeah, I hear a car out front. So it's one of Kimmy's favorite. We played it a couple times at the cabin. Played it twice. Twice, and you won both times, didn't you? No, I only won once. Remember you took that picture and I was like mad. Oh and then you yeah. Took the picture and I was happy when I won. Yeah. Because the first game, he didn't do a quirkle, and I was like, "Don't you want to do a quirkle?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I'm pretty sure that's why he won. And then the second time we played, I slaughtered. I had the best luck. I kept getting quirkle, quirkle, quirkle. Can't say that word anymore. Crackle, 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 crackle. Yeah, so it, we had like a fun picture of me winning and me being happy and her mad. And then the next picture, I was mad and she was happy. So it was a cute little picture that no one will ever see. <laughs> All right. Good with Quirkle? Yes. Cool. Next is Clank Legacy. Uh, Clank is an awesome game where you're going out and collecting or stealing artifacts out there and legacy version adds a whole lot of story. 
I super love this game. I was actually hoping to finish the Legacy game over the course of the summer, but setup is lengthy and takedown is lengthy and the story stuff adds a lot. And we kind of play it cooperatively. It's a competitive game, but because there's these story points and story missions, we kind of agreed not to, once somebody's really low on health, we're like, okay, no more recruiting cards until we're back at base, until we're ready to go back. Because the cards that you flip over, they can say pull from the dragon's bag. And if you pull from the dragon's bag, then it might pull like one of our blocks and that d- damages our health. Yeah. Did you already say that? No, I didn't. Okay. That's a great. Sorry. No, that was a great addition. So the game is amazing, I think. You have mixed feelings, I feel like. Once I'm sitting down and playing it, I'm okay with it. But like the setup and takedown and all the acquiring new cards and putting the cards away, putting the stickers on the board, I'm just like, this game never ends. Which is so weird because we love Pandemic Legacy. Yes. We are liking Eon's End. Are, are we? I am. That's the same thing with setup and takedown. There's too much story. Like, I don't care. We're defeating a monster every game we're playing. <laughs> like, I don't need, a, like, a whole montage. Like, I just, just be like, here's a new monster. Go for it. That's kind of fair. Although that one, I feel like, does kind of a better job overall because it's, like, beginning and end is when the story stuff happens. Clank Legacy, it'll be, like, Mid-game, you'll read this story thing, make a choice sometimes, read that, add a new thing, add a new card. And sometimes it's like the card just goes into the vault, and so it doesn't even actually get used that game. Um, so there's some up pros and cons to it. I love it. I I think there's good humor in it. Um, I don't mind the setup and takedown. It is a little bit lengthy. I, I do enjoy naming the towns. And the people. Yes. I can't think of the names right now, but they make me giggle when I see them. Yeah. Our headquarters is Timothy Jenkins after our cat that passed away a couple years ago. Yes. And then there's just kind of random stuff. Yeah. Some of it's a little bit ad lib type with like, you know, noun, verb, animal, whatever. So, yeah. Do you have any more thoughts on that? No, I, I do like the game. I just, my patience and my impulse control are very poor with that game. <laughs> yeah. It's one and of those, in general. It's one of those things, too, where she feels like she gets really competitive, even though we're playing it cooperatively. And I honestly don't care if I win or lose because I think it's just so fun to like explore and go through the story stuff and add new things. But she can't help but get caught up in, like, I really want to get the high score. Um, Well, there's – is it a dragon egg? What are we going for? Tokens? There's a 20-point – Oh, artifact. Artifact, thank you, that I have to get every time. And I'm always worried that he's going to sneak in there and just swoop in and take it. Yeah. But he never does. No. (laughs) Well, because my character is, like – Everybody has their different colors, and so I'm red, and on your box you have different objectives. And so one of my objectives is, like, 
score the nine artifact three times or something like that. So I'm always going for the low point ones. I think our last game I was game four or something, and I finally got to do something higher, but I didn't even go that much higher because I was just like, yeah, like I'm by this artifact. I'm just going to grab it. So I just need to calm down basically. <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. We, I mean, we play nice too. Like we agree to stop collecting cards and, and usually I'll go back to the headquarters first or second. And I'll let you like draft when you go and I might be at risk there, but yeah, because when you draft cards, you also, the cards have points. Yes. So they give you like little abilities plus points. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything more? No, I'm done talking about this. Okay. <laughs> Horrified American Monsters. That's another one. We've played Horrified. We've played through all of the monsters there, which was fun. So this one I was really excited because Kimmy, one of her favorite cryptids is Bigfoot. Sasquatch. Sasquatch. So in this, you are, I really like the theming on this one of like, you're in the F. BBI or something like that. And you're you're investigating and you're trying to take care of these cryptids in America, in this town. And uh, and so we played with like the Chupacabra. Sasquatch and Mothman. Mothman, yeah. And so I thought it was really fun. It was definitely different than... I liked it. I, I mean, I liked... That Chupacabra was like you were collecting the goats. I liked that. I liked Sasquatch. You were collecting the like footprints to flip over one of the blurry pictures of Sasquatch. Yeah. And then kind of jigsaw. And then jigsaw it to make it a complete picture. I can't remember what Mothman was. Mothman was like. Was he? No, that was Chupacabra was eating goats, huh? And you were trying to do that. He had like the he red was, eye. Like he had to be in the same spot as you. Oh, bear traps. There were bear like bear traps, traps you had to, to slow him down. Did you set them or did you collect the bear traps? You had to set them. So they were like out on the map and then you had to go and flip them over to like set the trap. And then once you had all four activated, then you had to get him to a certain location and then beat him. Be the same spot. Yeah. As him with the red eye. The red eye didn't matter, but the red eye made it harder because sometimes he would, like, go to that location instead of going towards you. Yeah. It was tricky. It was interesting. I liked liked it. Did you like it? I did like it. Although, I know I talked about this the last time I was on. I... The the Artwork. artwork of Sasquatch was a little disappointing. The color of the dice was atrocious, but other than that, I really like the game. Cool. Yeah, um, I agree. I like it. Maybe I, in some ways I might like it more than the original, but I really, really, the thing that's the biggest disappointment for me is that it wasn't, it's not compatible. Like they're the same. They're very, very similar games. I wish that I could play them together like mix, mix the monsters match. yeah which i know would be kind of tricky in a lot of ways but i don't know it's just i don't know if you'd want to mix the monsters. wait that sounds bad 
<laughs> no, but like, yeah, I don't know. It would just add more variety. And that I wish that the invest, because the investigators are all different, but they're the same powers. And so it would be fun to see different powers and then be able to take the investigators and mix and match investigators to, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I like both games equally. I like the original and the American monsters. Yeah. All right. We're good there. Yes. All right. Maybe we'll go a little faster here. Yeah. We're getting a little, what's the word? Chatty. 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 Kathy's here. I'm a chatty Kathy today. Maybe what I'll do is break it into two parts. I mean, that was the 10th game. All right. We're going to break this into two parts. So this is part one. This is the end of part one. All right. We're finished with this set. Let's give them thumbs up, thumbs down. You're going to do it. Okay. Rapid fire here. Ready? Wingspan. Thumbs up. Lords of Waterdeep. Thumbs up. Lost Ruins of Arnak. Thumb in the middle. Project L. Thumbs up. Cascadia. Thumbs up. Planted. Thumbs up. Hesitant thumbs up? Yes. Okay. Pan Am? Thumbs down. Quirkle? Thumbs up. Clank Legacy? Thumbs up. Horrified American Monsters? Thumbs up. Okay, that was pretty good. One thumbs in the middle, one thumbs down. Yeah. Noise. Noise, noise. Toy, toy, toy. Toy, 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 toy. Cool, 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 Thanks so much for listening. I've been Riley Stock. And I've been Kimmy. You can follow me at Riled Nerd on Twitter and Instagram. I'm more active on Twitter. Do you want to give your social media or anything? I feel like it's just too hard. If you want to follow me, just look at Riley's Twitter. Yeah, you'll be tagged in like the <laughs> post for this episode at the very least. Is so. that rude? Just just go search for it. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Or even in this episode description, I can put your your a link to your social. If you enjoy the show, go rate, review it. That would help the show get seen more. Tell your friends about it. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a little little scratchy throat there for a, a second. A little choked up. A little choked up. Then we're coming to an end of this half. And then if you want to hear something else that we're both in, Friend and Foe Adventure Co. is a Borderlands actual play TTRPG podcast. I am the BM and I lead a cast of characters uh, through an adventure that we're making up as we go. Now I have, we're actually just barely getting into like the story that I've planned and, and this is going to be the big story for a long while. Like, like you would in a TV show. Anyways, I'm rambling on about that. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I didn't say it. You nodded. I saw you're right next to me. They didn't know I nodded. You didn't have to say anything. <laughs> Out of you. So I think that's it. Go team, go. Go team. Until next week, keep nerding out. out.